breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Yay, Ruben. 1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. I hope you had a hell of a good time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I just want to Mu- tell you. Much needed relaxation. Beautiful mountains. Oh. Buffalo River. It was you very, very nice. It. <laughs> will, will you tell your wife something for me? What? I love her to death. I, I really do. I think the world of your wife. But oh. you don't have to teach dogs to swim. <laughs> uh, apparently, you do. Do you really? Uh, yeah, our dog. Our, our dog is very weird, Lucy. She's a female pit bull mix type of dog, and and we took her out to the river, and she was waiting around, and we were like, I wonder why she isn't swimming. So we both kind of waded out into the deeper end, and was kind of coaxing her to come in and swim, and she did a big leap and sunk like a rock to the bottom. <gasps> I've never seen a dog sink. I've never seen a dog sink like a rock like that. She She wasn't doing that instinctive paddling? No, no. We had to, we had, uh, and that freaked her out. So she had to run back on shore and we had to coax her back into the water (laughs) and gently encourage her to swim. So apparently you do have to teach some dogs. I learned something new. Yeah, we had to teach the dog how to swim. And pit bulls are so muscle dense. Yes. That Mm -hmm. they're, you know. They're they're going to drop. Yeah, if, if they don't know what they're not her then. <laughs> yeah, but she can swim now. She can swim now. Okay, yeah, yeah it's all good now. I was wor- I th- It looked like y'all almost had a life vest on her. I'm like, please tell me no, they didn't no, put a little was, life vest on her. That was a regular leash harness. Okay, yeah. I got yeah. you. I'm glad you're relaxed and you're ready. Oh yeah, can't you? You couldn't wait to get back here and see us, right? Oh, I was itching. I was itching <laughs> to come back. Did you come in yesterday? Did I see your I did, email? I, did, I had to, yeah, I had to come in yesterday to uh, put in LRNs because people need to know what the Louisiana Rice Board is doing. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wondering. I'm glad I you took too. care of that. Yeah, yeah. I really have. I, I didn't sleep last night. Oh, God. It had nothing to do with my dog couldn't get close enough to me oh. shivering. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. And, and, and Nate Bargatze, the stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. had a great line. I just died laughing when he was talking about his dog one time. And he said, because there's only so many times you can tell the dog it's just thunder. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nope. <laughs> I had to do the same. We had to spoon and I had to hold oh. him. And if I didn't hold him tight enough, <laughs> he's barking at the thunder. I'm like, okay, I'm going to But they're hot. When they get up against you like that, they're hot. Oh, I, believe me, I know. It's not pleasant. And then my fan went out. Uh-oh. And I thought, oh, but my clock was still going. Yeah. You know, and my amazing dream machine was still running. <laughs> you didn't so lose I power was, at all? I think I did. Apparently, it, oh. it must have glitched because, like I say, my fan went off. So I don't know how many power And I people. cannot sleep in, when it's too quiet. Oh, if a room yeah. is too quiet, I can't sleep. It's like, no, I got to have that white noise going. Yeah, I'm the same. I'd leave the TV on all night. People gripe at me about that. I'll leave it on and it'll just, it'll go to darkness. You know, at some point I have it set. But as I'm drifting off to sleep, I'll leave it on. Yeah, there's something about the, that 
comforting noise. I don't know what it is. But my uh, dog is, was just, she was scared to death. And of course, I really gone? was up most of the night. I don't think so. It's, do we in still fact, get there was lightning when I was coming in this morning. Still. We, we needed that so bad, oh, though. We absolutely. really did. And it couldn't happen at a better time. You know, we're all indoors sleeping and we get a nice storm that blows through. I hope everybody's okay. I didn't check the power outages to see. You, you know, know I haven't either because oh, we didn't. I didn't lose power. I, I did notice the traffic lights when you exit uh, Pines Road. All the red lights are all bl- flashing red. I so, just got a uh, reminder from Caddo Parish Schools. All schools. It says this is from Caddo Parish Schools. All schools will be closed Monday, September 25th due to widespread power outages caused by Sunday night storms. Whoa. Yeah. So all, all schools are closed today. Holy according, cow. According to this message I just got. Caddo Parish? Caddo Parish. Oh, man. So they are having power issues. We need to check Swepco and, and uh, see what's going on because that's a, wow. I don't know. Have I gotten an we email about schools? don't detect a power outage at my address. Okay. I've, I've got a Caddo Parish student, so I, I'm on the So you get the list. I'm on you the get text the, loop. Yeah. Oh, man. All Caddo Parish schools. It's That's what it said. All schools. I need to check with them and double check. We will make sure, but that's what the message that's gone out. So, whoo, that's not good. Wow. Definitely not. Man. All Caddo Parish schools. <laughs> Let me look at it again. <laughs> Y'all are making me question. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Yep. Okay. Caddo Parish schools. All schools will be closed Monday, September 25th due to widespread power outages. Holy All cow. Yeah. Man. Well, we need to check with Bozier and everybody else and find yeah. out what's going on. Oh, man. I didn't realize it was that widespread. Well, That's how was you had a you had an interesting weekend? I did. I bought, bought a new ride on Friday and I um, you know nice. I saw that post and I was like Wait, because you never said word one about looking at a car. I it was, I was all excited about buying a new bag. I, I got a new bag, and I was, I'm well, I was about that. quietly you, moving money um, Friday while we were doing the show. I was quietly. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to jinx it, you know. And I'm like, well, Let you're me. always over there working on. I know, something. I know. I was not working on work, but anyway. <laughs> And plus, I was over there, yeah, so I, exactly. I wasn't focusing on what you were doing anyway. I probably was doing it after the show, but then I got, I got because uh, I was going to take my car out of town, and I was thinking, gosh, it's got 94,000 miles. You know, in town, I'm fine. I have about 18 million people that'll come rescue me if need be. And uh, But out of town, I thought, man, if it breaks down en route to somewhere, you know, out in the boonies, it could be an expensive trip. A Camry with 94,000 miles? I know, I know. It's just getting broken in. But the thing about it was once it hits hits 100,000, the value of it takes a dive. And I thought, I've got a 6,000-mile window where I've got a good value on the car still. Okay, well, that I can understand. uh, And I knew I was going to need a car in in a year or so. So I thought, you know what? Get the biggest juice out of your car you can, which I did. And I bought a sweet ride. I you bought got a, a Bentley. That is I got incredible. a nice car. I got a Lexus and it's got Mike, I think it serves dinner. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it does foreplay. Cold, oh, I think. Oh. I haven't found the button yet, but I'm working on it. You mean cold play. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Edit that out, Ruben. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but I mean it's got all Shoot, kind of I, stuff. I'm I'm still thrilled with my tundra. Oh yeah. I've got a two thousand twelve and it's got Bluetooth and you know, and I'm um, like, this is the coolest thing ever. It's got a little thing I lay my phone on and it charges my phone wirelessly. Right? You know, yep. I'm like, wow, it's unreal. It's unreal. I just don't know what everything does. Now my my wife. <laughs> 
I'm like you. I'm not going to buy a new car. Never. I'm never. sorry, guys, but I'm just... I, and that wasn't my, me driving up to 100 miles an hour, by the way, on the freeway. Just FYI. Note to Sheriff we, we and all We bought that. a new car. Did you? Yeah. And you talk about everything? If yes. you're going down the interstate and you want to change lanes, this thing will fight you. Right, exactly. <laughs> it won't let you change lanes exactly. unless, you, unless you use your signal. Then mm-hmm. it disengages the lane assist. Yes. It, they've got some amazing it's stuff on cars today. Welcome back, Ruben. Bad news Thanks. for Saints fans. Oh, good gosh. And why is this moron still on our schedule, <laughs> on, our, on our roster? Uh, oh, I'll leave boy. you to decide who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, Tim Fletcher has sports. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Bulletin, bulletin, bulletin. All schools in Caddo Parish are closed today. Mm-hmm. All schools in Caddo Parish. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I teachers, texted, teachers don't even know yet. I just texted a teacher who said, all schools? I said, yep, all Caddo schools are closed. I'm awaiting word from Bozier if they're having to shut any down because of power issues. But I texted the administrative staff with Caddo schools, quote, no school today. And she responded very quickly, yes, all Caddo schools are closed. There's power issues at several of the schools, and so they've decided to shut them all down. Pretty major storm came through last night. It really did. Uh, it really did. We, I'm, just, I'm still amazed, did not lose power. Uh, but about 29,000 people around the Arklatex are without power mm-hmm. uh, right now, including, obviously, several schools. So... Um, Check it. We don't know. We're finding out about Bozier, but Caddo Parish schools do not have school today. Yep. There. And here's a statement they just sent: um, All schools closed Monday due to widespread power outages caused by Sunday night storms. We will be working closely with Swebco to determine when schools will reopen, and will notify parents and staff. Got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board said. Looks like a tornado just went through the Dogwood South and Dogwood Park subdivisions in Bozier. Lots of major damage. Mm. So Bozier got hit as well, but yeah. we don't know about schools. I'm waiting yet. on a word from uh, Bozier schools to find out if they are indeed closed. So uh, that was a big storm. It was a real big storm. And they, they uh, you said Swepco had how many outages still? Almost 29,000. Okay. Could you tell if it was centered anywhere, or is it just kind of scattered? Hold on, let me go back. Uh, pretty well, it's all around. Okay. I mean, yeah, all all over, going over uh, toward the Houghton Fillmore area, Doyleen, okay. and then all the way back, like uh, by the airport in Shreveport, south down to Keithville. So yeah, it's it's a up to Dixie, Louisiana. One of y'all. Um one of you guys man cards pull it out because i was curious um getting take getting off the exit ramp uh pines road at i-20 yeah those traffic lights are blinking red right you know all through there and i i wanted to know when the power goes out and then the power comes back on why don't those lights reset they usually do. So I'm wondering why they're blinking red. What would cause the traffic That's lights? a setting in the box. Ah. So somebody set that. Either a timer to flash 
from midnight to 5 a.m. or something. But it's never doing that. I, well, that means somebody couldn't have changed it. Okay, but generally, yeah. it, it will default back to the setting. Yeah, so I was thinking when the power yeah. would come back on, it would go back to being a, a functional red light. But we didn't lose power here. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm uh, not sure. I, I just know. got a message from Bozier Schools, too. So let me read that to you real quick. Uh, any Bozier Schools closed because of power? And they replied, not at this time. So Bozier schools are in session today. Uh, Caddo schools are closed. So Bozier's open. Don't know, haven't, haven't had any reports of power outages at schools. So I came in this morning doing normal, our, you know, my normal morning prepared for the show mm-hmm. things. And, and, and I was entering one of the things and it was like, it just hit me. Aaron, September's over. I know it's almost October. What, what the hell? It's gone, yeah. We're into fall now. It's the 25th. Mm-hmm. I I'm know. just... <laughs> September know. flew by. Yeah. Sometimes they, 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 they take their sweet time. Mm-hmm. But September flew by. Yeah, it's gone. Later on this morning, Tom Weish from the crew of Gemini going to join us talking about the new contracts with the city. Uh, that's coming up, Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. If you're just waking up, if your alarm went off at 630 and you're getting ready for school in Caddo Parish, guess what? You can roll over, go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. All Caddo schools are closed today because of power outages. And I just got a new update. Uh, district sites, Caddo district school sites, will also be closed. They're sending out another notice imminently. Uh, Bozier schools, n- uh, no school issues for Bozier. So Bozier students have to go. Teachers, everybody get up and go. Pretty substantial storm blew through the area last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't believe it, just ask my dog. Yeah, boy. She was terrified yeah shook the whole bed mm-hmm. um we didn't lose power i think we we glitched for just a moment because my fan went off but everything else was running and so we got yeah. lucky but about thirty nine thousand other people in the swepco coverage area not so lucky mm-hmm. uh hold on let me get an update okay we're at twenty eight thousand now so they're okay. working on getting power restored uh, hmm. in areas so. yeah I, I never lost any power but i again i had the the dog issue like you did with the, <laughs> wanting to be right up there in my space my personal space and so ah, oh, the storms i don't know if they're all done or not i'm not sure um it looked like we still had some coming in from the west but i'm not sure we had a good dosing of rain so uh, Which much needed, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Uh, from from what I understand, we still have possibilities of rain today, throughout the day today. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we get back, we're going to talk about the noise ordinance for downtown and what all happened Saturday night into Sunday morning. It was a mess down there. Mike and McCarty, 101. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. So did we have some silliness over the weekend? 
Did we have some uh, uh, some falderall? We did. We we had some falderall. We had uh, crowds gathering um, on Texas Street. Hundreds of people uh, dancing, music. There were fights. Uh, police had to storm in. I mean, if you look at keelnews.com, they came in in force and they jumped out of the vehicles. Um, I am told that many in the crowd were pepper sprayed. Um, business owners downtown are very upset. The city council tomorrow could take final action on a noise ordinance because part of this stems from one of the clubs downtown. They have a rooftop area and they blare their music from the rooftop. And so people don't even have to go in the club. Right. They can get on the sidewalk and don't enjoy they have the like music. A patio out there. They have a patio they have, up on know. the roof. Yeah, and that's fine. But the problem is the music is so loud, it's disturbing other areas. I'm going to read you what I just got. This just, uh, this is from a property owner down there. As property manager of a prominent local business and historical site, I have some things to express. The standard is home to quite a few local business owners and local residents who frequently complain about the noise levels. I've had new residents tell me that they would have never signed a lease in downtown Shreveport if they knew about the noise levels beforehand. I've had residents break their lease because of the noise from these clubs, which directly impacts our business in the thousands of dollars. Here's the part that's really disturbing. There's been damage to the building from the patrons of the club. And more than once, we've had club patrons' vehicles towed from blocking the only entrance of our private garage on Texas Street so residents can access the building. I'm sure these club owners can only imagine the issues they cause besides the noise levels, but as a resident of downtown Shreveport, I live it, and so do my residents. Um, they need to fix this. They, I mean, we have people living down there, and the noise ordinance is now, I mean, they've got it defined what's the entertainment district what hours can you have the noise what hours can you have the uh, rooftop but i was kind of disturbed at one of the recent council meetings i don't know if it was the last one corner of texas and and spring is is that entertainment district or is that further down the entertainment district goes all the way to market so yes between spring and market is included in the entertainment district Uh, according to the definition they just signed just uh have introduced But I heard Councilwoman Tabitha Taylor say something about, well, will the existing businesses be grandfathered in? Meaning they can keep doing what they're doing with their rooftops. No, no, you should not. If this council allows that to happen, then you just killed downtown. Because who wants to live there? Who wants to go there in the evening? If you're going to have crowds out on the street, fighting and disturbing the peace and and, and I've, tearing up buildings yeah destroying buildings where and blocking garage entrances where people can't get into their homes um you have to fix this problem you cannot let and i don't say don't let people party and have fun on the streets and they'll say hey if you're in austin if you're in bourbon street people walk around and they drink and they do that there is a balance that's different though mm-hmm. that's different that's you're not blocking a, 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 a major highway, a state highway. Mm-hmm. It's blocked off. You can't drive on Bourbon Street. Right. You're not allowed to drive on Bourbon Street. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know what the solution is. I know the, the noise ordinance as it stands now, it's unenforceable. It's so vague and it's convoluted. So they're cleaning that up and then we'll see. But But to say you'll grandfather in somebody... 
and whether or not the, the owner of the club they're discussing is a friend of yours or not should not come into play here. It should not come into play. What is best for downtown Shreveport and the city of Shreveport should be what comes into play here. And th- this is a big deal for downtown. The people that, that own other businesses down there are really upset. And they're going to show up in force at the meeting. Today's uh, the work session at 3 and tomorrow's the meeting at 3. It's a mess down there, Mikey. And they and you can see the videos again. I put the videos up. Again, note to self, some of them are graphic. Um, you're going to see people fighting. You're going to see people cursing. You're going to see the police come in in force. Um, it was a rough Saturday night. They had a rough Saturday night. And they came in and pepper sprayed folks and um, broke up fights. I've asked if they made any arrests. Haven't heard back yet. I mean, it'll take them today. People to kind of want sort to talk about their rights. But mm-hmm. with those rights come responsibilities. Yes, exactly. And you and and also, what about just common respect for other people? Mm-hmm. Just common respect, right? Exactly. Maybe we shouldn't do this because somebody else owns that or whatever. Or this is my city. Maybe I should throw my trash away oh. and not leave all my bottles of liquor out on the street like. Somebody went behind, and, and there was just bottles of liquor everywhere. Unreal. I, I, you can't teach. Well, you can, but it has to start at a much younger age. Mm-hmm. 101.7 FM. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. By the way, if you're just getting up this morning and getting ready for school in Caddo Parish, guess what? You can go back to bed. Mm-hmm. I just messaged my kid and he uh, replied back, huzzah. <laughs> huzzah. <laughs> of course he he's, did. He's, he's very kid. excited. <laughs> <laughs> huzzah. Bonus. Yeah, Caddo schools have issues with power and they've closed all the... Um, staff offices as well so they're not going to have any let's see how they all district sites will also be closed and all schools are closed that's Caddo Parish Bossier schools are open 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 you didn't hear me say Bossier schools are closed no you didn't hear me say that Bossier schools are open okay so you said Bossier schools are closed no I did not wait wait no Bossier schools are open open today so go to school if you're in Bossier if you're in Caddo you're probably already back to sleep because of power issues mm-hmm. due to the storm that blew through last night yep. uh, about 28,000 are still without power it was almost 39 earlier this morning so now l- let me do a refresh here we're at uh, 24,000 so mm-hmm. Swepco crews are out and uh, restoring power uh, all across Shreveport, Bossier. So, right. Uh, if you're still without power, I'm sure they're aware of it. I love the Swepco app, by the way. Mm-hmm. Send in that noti- notification. Right. If you don't have power and, and let them know. I didn't lose it in my area, did y'all? I did didn't you? lose that. No, we didn't lose if, power. If I lost power, I slept through it. I slept right. through the whole storm. <laughs> I was, except for the dog, I wouldn't have known there was a storm. The well, dog same starts here. howling. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, it did get pretty loud. It did get pretty loud at one there point. There were some good boomers. There were, there were some good boomers. And I what was it? I was watching the game last night, a little bit of the game. What was it? Was it Pittsburgh? I don't know. Anyway. I did not turn. I was so disgusted after the Saints game. I didn't watch any more football. 
mm. for the rest of the, the yeah, rest of the day. Disappointing, very disappointing. Um, I was happy with the Tigers this weekend. They looked good. Oh, man. Um, you know, yeah. they got the win, which was nice. It wasn't pretty, but they got it. <laughs> um, and then they they're on the road at Ole Arkansas, Miss. I think. Arkansas came to play. They did. They absolutely did. Yeah, and uh, Saints was very disappointing. Cowboys disappointing too. I mean, it was not a good weekend for for our pro team. Seventeen unanswered points. Yeah, yeah. The Saints allowed. Uh, mm. I mean, the running game was on fire. I mean, the offense looked great while Derek Carr was behind center. Right under center how bad is he hurt i didn't get the final i don't word. think they've said it was uh, a shoulder injury and they haven't released to my knowledge the latest uh, on yeah. what the prognosis is but we do not have a backup quarterback we do not have a backup quarterback capable not a Jameis winston fan are we coming up next hour <laughs> no to answer your question, I'll never forget him coming off the sideline as a buccaneer, mm-hmm. hitting one of our players in the back. You yeah. know, just, I mean, he's just, mm. no, I'm not a fan. Not a classy guy, that's for sure. And, and, and not capable of running an offense. Just let Taysom Hill do it for oh crying my out loud. Gosh. It was not pretty. No, mm. it, it was pretty disgusting mm-hmm. and, and i was watching it on a delay because i watched the race first yeah. oh yeah after i got back from church uh i watched the race and then i started the 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 saints game so i could you know fast forward it's, mm-hmm. well, it's the only way to watch football <sighs> i love it like that <laughs> but it started going to crap and i finally had to look it up and when i saw what the final i said i'm not even watching this oh it's disappointing really disappointing we couldn't even score a point in the second. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. <sighs> Deep breath. Um. <laughs> uh, a lot of noise last night in downtown Shreveport. We'll talk about that next hour. One one seven. One one seven FM seven ten Keel. Mike and McCarty. Weekend, uh, just Aaron. I saw these videos that you had posted on keelnews.com. I don't. I don't understand the behavior. I don't understand why people can't just enjoy music, have a good time. Why you can't respect other people's property or rights? And and we have to be real clear. The vast majority of the people that were downtown. We're on the sidewalk listening to music, meeting up with their friends and getting along. I saw a lot of people who maybe somebody hit them or something and they just kind of backed away like, I'm not getting involved in that. And uh, I did see some behavior that was very appropriate. But then there are a few that just go down there and stir up and cause trouble. But we've got an employee that lives downtown. Mm -hmm. And she said, here's from my apartment, and which was block or blocks away. And you could hear the music clearly yes. reverbing all through the buildings through downtown. Now, they're, they've been working on this noise ordinance for a while, and there, there could be a final vote tomorrow. Now, I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and they're, they're putting DB measurements on you know, how loud it can be. And they have set out the boundaries for what is the entertainment district. Because the entertainment district will be handled a little bit differently. Sure. And here are the boundaries for the entertainment district. Cross Bayou on the north. Okay. 
You, you know where that is? Yeah, up, yeah, up yeah. By Caddo. Um, the south boundary um, will be Lake Street. Okay. Then on the west is the re- the river. I mean, on the east is the river. Mm-hmm. And on the west is Market Street, which is a block west of Spring. So you're going to go over one block. And so all of that will be the entertainment district where the rules will be a little bit different. And now they're setting up uh, nighttime hours, 10 p.m., 6.59 a.m. will be the nighttime hours when you'll be allowed certain decibel. And then during the daytime, a different decibel level will be allowed. They're going to have what's called noise enforcement officers that will be working in the with the police department. The police chief and his designees will select those folks who will come down and they will measure the noise um, and the decibel meters and all that it's all laid out in the ordinance and the council will look at it tomorrow and you know kudos to the shreveport police department for responding when things started to get out of control mm-hmm. yes they, they reacted and you know worked to get the situation back under control and that but that was about 2 a.m sunday morning so it had gone on for many many hours right um other businesses will tell you that their clients won't come to their business because there's fear that things might go south um, out on the streets and you won't be able to walk to your car. You'll be harassed walking to your car. We had one incident earlier this summer where an 18-wheeler is driving through downtown Shreveport and folks climbed on top of his truck. Blocking the streets. Dancing. And, you know, at that point, and we've got the, the, the manager of the, of the standard building saying, they've damaged my historic building. You know, because of all these shenanigans, they've got to get a handle on this and try to figure out what is the answer. Now, Tabitha Taylor, during the last council meeting or the one prior, you know, in in discussing the noise ordinance, said, are we going to grandfather in the businesses that currently exist down there? And, And she did say if they comply with the ordinance. But comply with the ordinance means you can't you can't blare that music from your rooftop. Well, then there's no grandfathering if they're complying with the ordinance. That's the thing. Are you what? What do you mean by grandfathering? Are you going to let them have the decibels a little right, louder? I mean, because right. that, that wouldn't be fair. So, to grandfather anybody in would essentially defeat the purpose. Everybody's got to be under the same rules. There can't be. There can be no exceptions for current businesses. And I'm talking about all of them. Anybody that wants to blare music down there late into the night, we've got people living there now. We've right. enc- we're encouraging people to live downtown. We're encouraging people to come down there and eat and, and have a good time. And, and bring your family downtown. Yes, and that's just not going to happen. When you know there's going to be crowds on the streets and sometimes they're going to fight. Now, I have requested from SPD if they made any arrests this weekend, if they did use pepper spray, as I was told, um, you know, how many officers responded. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm awaiting, um, they, they have to gather all that. I'm sure it's something fresh on a Monday morning, but... Um, it was an, it was another weekend where police had to go down there in force, you know, with lights and sirens on. The officers had to get out and apparently pull out their pepper spray and spray the crowd. One business owner told me there was pepper spray everywhere, all on his building, you know, all on the buildings on Texas Street, the bar there. And a lot of that pepper spray is marked with red dye. Mm-hmm, exactly. So you can, yeah, so you mm-hmm. can see who's been sprayed. Yes, absolutely. So it, it's a big problem. You know, I don't know that the council's ready to take a final vote tomorrow. It is a second reading, and it could be voted on tomorrow. 
Uh, they may delay it and study it more. I've asked for somebody from the city to come on and to explain what are the changes, how will this impact business, because we don't want to run any business off. We no. don't want to shut any business down. We just want them to all play nice together. You know, play nice together. Don't run others off. And I don't have a problem with people enjoying music on the sidewalk. Me either. Just behave yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Respect others. Don't start fighting. Have a don't, good time. Yes, Just exactly. have a good time. Don't get out in the traffic for crying out loud. Stay on the site, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when it gets too loud and you got people living nearby, then you got a problem. Not a good day for the Saints. Tim Fletcher has sports coming up next. Back to the big stories of the day with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. We did get a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. By the way, you could message us, just download the free Keel News app and uh shoot us a message on the message board and we may read your message. Mm-hmm. Uh one says, I bet if residents sue the clubs, it will stop. But what would be the basis of your suit? What would you say? Disturbing them for? the peace? Maybe disturbing the peace. That could be. Um, and, you know, you when we say part of it's the club's fault because the music from the rooftop is encouraging people to gather on the sidewalk. But they will say, the club owners will say, no, we're doing the music for the people that are on our rooftop, that are coming mm-hmm. into our club and are enjoying the being on the rooftop, the pleasant weather. Um, and the, the crowds that are on the sidewalk, we didn't tell p- folks to come down there. We didn't encourage that. But the playing of the music so loud does encourage that, sure. and you know it's it, there's a happy medium you got to work out. And I, you know, I know the council's going to try to struggle with this because you you know you will hear them say, "We do we want an entertainment district in downtown or do we not?" And if we do, entertainment districts come with music and people being outdoors, people having fun outside, walking around drinking, you know, all that. Um, it, if that's what we want downtown, then we need to make that decision. But, but we it, have people but, living there too. But I reiterate the fact with that with those entertainment and and with your rights to be able to do that comes responsibilities. Those rights have responsibilities. It's it's not just a, I can do whatever I want. That's the problem is is that you have ninety five percent of the people that are very responsible and are coming down there and enjoying the fun with their friends, but then you have five percent who are troublemakers and have no care about responsibilities and they'll throw their bottles out in the street, they'll put them on other people's property, they'll damage other property, they'll get into fights. And so you have our police department having to be called down there in force, which means they've got to leave whatever areas they're covering and go downtown and break up fights and and disperse a crowd. Um, And now we're going to have NEOs, they're called, noise enforcement officers, who will be responsible for going down and measuring. Yeah, the NEOs will be down there with some decibel meters and checking the noise once the council passes the noise ordinance to tell us, you know, what's it, how loud is it? You're violating the law. Give you a ticket. And if you repeat violation, you could lose your liquor license. And the liquor license, as we all know, is the gold 
I mean, that's the goal. Sure. Well, uh, absolutely. No liquor license. You have no business. So um, there'll be other business owners at the council meeting today who are going to say, we need this stopped. You're killing other businesses. You're killing residential development downtown because these folks are causing trouble so today is the council work session at three o'clock and, and today is the day you can talk about this issue you can actually talk about this issue tomorrow too because it is on the agenda um typically on council meeting days which are the tuesdays you can only get up and speak about items on the agenda on the work session days you can talk about anything you want so you can do it both days this time the meetings begin at three and they're going to have a lot of people showing up to talk about this noise ordinance and why it's important to adopt it now and enforce it. We've had a noise ordinance on the books, and it's scarcely been enforced. Part of the problem is it was vague and very hard to interpret. And so the police department didn't really know, you know, can we enforce this? Can we not? Uh, so now they're putting decibel levels on it and mm-hmm. hours on when you can have it at this decibel level, hours when you can have it at this decibel level. So everybody will know. Here are the rules. Now, the decibel levels, is that measured at a certain distance? I think it's 50 feet. The ordinance will say, you know, how many feet away you can be 55 decibels or 65 decibels. And I don't know the decibel level. I'm not, I don't have a good ear, but the the, the loudest I saw on this ordinance that was allowable was 65 decibels. I think that was the loudest you could be. Now, that's pretty time. loud. And that's pretty loud. And that's at any time of day. So, um you know the late night hours it's got to come down i think to 50 decibels but it's all defined in that ordinance and mm-hmm. they're going to tweak it and you know the city attorney's office has been involved and um i think they've reached out to club owners and to other communities too to find out how is your noise ordinance written um and we'll see i've asked the administration to come on and explain what are the changes uh when does it go into effect that kind of thing you know if the council passes it of course it's up to the council to vote tomorrow One of the questions on the message board, just like fines double in work zones, perhaps the penalties for disorderly conduct and other officers associated with the club system should be doubled. I'm Mm. sure that meant offenses associated with the club system. Yeah, that's interesting. That could be a a thought, too. If If you're in the entertainment district and you violate, you know, I don't know. And do we want an entertainment district in Shreveport like Bourbon Street when they compare it, like Beale Street? like austin um but but our geography isn't set up for that mm-hmm. texas you can't close texas street and allow right. people to cross the street and walk down the street you can't close spring street nope that, that's a that's a state highway all those roads are open to traffic and and that's a little bit of a difference for us the roads are open for traffic you can't have crowds walking out in the street um should they be allowed to walk on the sidewalks and and enjoy their alcohol and dance and party while the band's up, you know, on the rooftop of these clubs playing music. Uh, council's going to delve into it. We'll see. Uh, speaking of con- controversy, uh, Tom Weish from the crew of Gemini joining us next hour talking about the uh, the new contracts with the city of Shreveport for Shreveport Bossier Mardi Gras. Mike and McCarty. Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. By the way, you've probably heard by now, but all Caddo Parish schools are closed today mm-hmm. due to the storm that blew through last night, causing uh, quite a bit of damage. Uh, a lot of power outages across the uh, Shreveport-Bossier area. 
So uh, all apparently affecting several Caddo Parish schools. Mm-hmm. They've also closed all district sites, including the central office will be closed today. Um, and they're going to evaluate later today. I would assume the power will be back on. No Bozier schools were impacted, apparently. So they've got all Bozier schools open today. Earlier this morning on the uh, SWEPCO outage map, there were about 39,000 people without power. Uh, as of right now, we're, they're down to about 22,600. Message us on the Shreveport Security Message Board. If you're without power, shoot us a message. It's easy to do. All you do is download the Keel app. And then there's a little message button on there, and you can message us. I'd love to know, you know, who's still out without power. We'll get the word to Swepco for you if we need to. Talking Mardi Gras coming up after the news, top of the hour. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Last week we had some water issues in Shreveport. Uh, an algae bloom on Cross Lake. Is that what I'm remembering correctly? Uh, William Daniel, bless you. Thank you. Talked with us and said uh, that they made corrections. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Mine was um, mine was not as noticeable, but but some of my friends, their water was really stanky. I didn't notice anything either. I noticed. I, I didn't notice mine being off. One place I ordered a lemonade, um, and. It had that murky, uh, it wasn't discolored, but it was just a smell to it. Just kind of a, ugh, that smells funny. And I don't know if, you know, they probably shouldn't be serving that or not. But hopefully they've got it corrected and they've got the issues solved. Cause the, and I think this rain may have helped too, but I'm not sure about that. And, and William Daniel mentioned last week also that the the new ozone system mm-hmm. that they're doing at the water treatment plant. So that's that's exciting news. Yes, that is exciting news. And that that was part of what um, there was a the bond issue from two years ago, twenty twenty one. There were sixty five million dollars in that proposal for some water and sewer improvements, and part of that was some improvements to the Amos treatment plant. And but that was voted down. The what? The Amos treatment plant. Okay. What do you think I said? Um, Amos. Amos. <laughs> treatment You're such plant. a third grader. <laughs> Ru- Ruben's laughing. <laughs> and uh, but it's funny to me because you know that was in the bond issue. We voted it down, but somehow we found the money to do the work. I, yeah. What we find thirty eight million is 35, that what it was? Thirty five million in the so, couches and the cushions of the couch. And may have been over the last two years we did find savings the water and sewer revenue fund you know has a has a balance so perhaps we decided to use some i don't know and again i'm speaking out of turn folks at city hall are going you don't know what you're talking about you idiot but i, the, I get those, that all the time You'll i know used to it. those <laughs> those bond issue things come to me with your ex what you really need and you don't have the money for and we have to and that's the thing with this the caddo parish one I just, you know, we, you and I got texts this weekend from folks who were like, that is not what they've put on the ballot for Caddo Parish is not what the Citizens, citizens Committee recommended. Right. They spent a year working on that. And they said, we need more beds for juvenile offenders. More beds is not in this proposal. Yes, it's got this well, broad language about yes, juvenile justice. It, exactly. But nobody is saying out loud, how many more beds will this fund? 
ask your commissioner, how many more beds will this fund? Can they answer that? If they can't answer that, then you should vote no. And I'm sorry to all my friends at the Juvenile Justice Center. If they cannot tell me how many more beds they're going to fund with this money, which should be our top priority, then we have to question it. No, the wording of the proposition is the purpose of maintaining public safety by supporting costs for community mental health programs, workforce development programs, neighborhood development. Pro- These are so broad, by the way. I know. Litter and blight abatement, a criminal justice system. Oh. The juvenile justice system, including acquiring, equipping, improving, maintaining, and operating these systems. Could they be any more vague with what they're wanting this money for? Now, I understand once you build the new pods and you have new beds, that'll be done in the first year or two. Then you don't have the need for more beds, but you'll still have the funding coming in. It's, what, $5 million a year? So you don't want to obligate all the money to only build new beds. Okay, but you say we want this money for a criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? Right. Give me specifics. Tell don't me. say a juvenile justice system. No, no, no. That doesn't tell me anything. And, and folks will tell you, and we had judge, retired Judge Paul Young in here, will say... You know, this is how things work in politics. We just have to take this with the in order to get the good out of it. I say no to that. I say do it right. Right. Come in and say, here's what we're going to do with the money. If we have extra money, then we'll do mental health. Then we'll do litter abatement. Then we'll do blight abatement and mental health. You know, let's give me the idea of what you're going to spend on what. What percentage of that $5 million is going to be used for new beds? Because we all know that's what we need. That's the number one priority. That's why that committee worked for a year. If I was on that committee and I see this language now on this ballot, I would go, huh? Well, I'm, I'm saying that now. How did we do this? And I'm not saying we, we, we don't need much of what's in here. I understand we need more mental health for juveniles, et cetera. But we need more beds, and nobody's promising us beds. But this doesn't say for juveniles. <sighs> Mental health programs. I know. And I'm going to read you. Hang on. I don't know. Do we have time? we got about 30 seconds. I know. I don't have time. But the, the committee voted for mental health. They did vote for mental health for juveniles. And they voted for more beds for juveniles. We're not getting that in this proposal. Well, that's We're not, not what getting they're telling specific. us. Right. And I, I, I cannot, I don't trust government enough to give them a blank check and go, I trust you'll build more beds. No, because we're going to give council staff $10,000 raises. Oh, the commission is screaming at you. Don't call us a council. We don't do <laughs> well, that Well, I know, but <laughs> I'm saying I, I don't trust. I don't trust government. government. Yeah. I'm sorry. History has taught me. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they don't work or play well with others. Right. With exactly. my money. Especially when they're trying to give out free air conditioners. That was you, Commission. 101.7 FM. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. It's Aaron's World. 
We're just living in it. Hey, now. <laughs> I haven't been diva-like today, have I? Rolling up in your brand-new <laughs> Lexus. I just had a, a, a burr under my toes, and I decided I was going to get a new car. It's not new. It's a, I'll, I don't buy new cars. I buy used. It's beautiful. And I apologize. I just went outside during the break and looked at it. It's a pretty navy blue color. With I love that dark blue. Barclays in it. And I do have to apologize to my lifelong partner, um, Yoakum Toyota. I apologize. I, I'm cheating on you. And I, I did go by. I gave you first shot. And you didn't have anything I wanted. So I'm sorry to my... But it's kind of in the family. It's a Lexus. So I'll be able to go over there and get things done. But uh, my buddy Scotty over at uh, Orr had uh, this car that I just... I fell in love with. Scott Tarkowski, by the way, is the bomb if you're looking to, to buy And this is not a commercial, No, by the it's way. not. It's I just... Lo- he. I it, just went out and looked at your car, and I was like, yeah, this is beautiful. The, the, it was a done deal in a, in less than two hours. Yeah. And, you know, we worked it out. I got... I, I was happy. They were happy. And I, they're going to have my old car, which I'm telling you is a dreamboat of a car. It's only got, what, 94,000 miles on it. Yes. And it and is it's a well, Camry. well-maintained. Um, no serious dings. It's, you know, it's a great car. So, I mean, he's going to sell that baby. It may already be sold, to it's be honest not, uh, with you. Yeah, but because it's, I mean, a Camry with 94000 it's not even broken in yet. Oh, and regularly, I mean, right up here on Pines Road, change my oil every three, 4,000 miles. I mean, great tires. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody's going to get a good deal on, a, on, a, on my old car. But I, this car has too much. I, I, I'm like trying to figure <laughs> everything out as I go. And I'm like... Okay, these lights will dim. My air conditioner will cool my booty and will heat my booty. It's got all kind of stuff on it. Yeah, I, we pulled in basically at the same time this morning. And so I saw her pull in. I said, wow, she did get a new car. Yeah. And so I'm unloading stuff out of my truck. I had gone to the to the Walmarts like Friday mm-hmm. and had some, you know, some Red Bull and some things. And then I had my arms full and I went, okay, good. She'll, she'll hold the door for me. She'll oh, no. slam the door right in that. my face. I, I didn't. Like, I was okay. late. Okay. Okay. You know, if I get here when you get here, I'm late. <laughs> And so I'm charging in the door. I didn't even see you had your arms full. I'm sorry. You know, my one of my boxes tore. And How I was, rude! I was, I was like, you. Be-. <laughs> no, I didn't. So rude. I'm sorry. I didn't see you loading your with your arms up. It's okay. I just want you to feel bad about I it. I do. I feel terrible. Tom Weish, crew of Gemini, joining us coming up after the local news. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty in studio with Tom Weish from the crew of Gemini crew with a K and in two E's, not in a row. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Just clarifying. Just want to clarify that. <sighs> so uh, there, there have been agreements presented to the crews from the city. These are not contracts per se. You said they're agreements. Is that correct? Now, yeah. uh, our, professional services. Are we happy? Are we holding hands? Are we now singing Kumbaya? Um, we're at a standstill with uh, the mayor's uh, presentation of his proposed contracts. Tom, if, if you had to pick out the three big sticking points between what the mayor's proposed and what your crew members want, this is not Tom's 
Will, this is your crew. Um, what are the three big sticking points? The biggest sticking point was the start time. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest sticking point. We've done the start time at an earlier time in the early years for over a decade. And we've gradually been asked to give concessions to go backwards. Like the parades used to start at 6 p.m., is that correct? They did. And the floats are designed to be viewed at night with the, the lights. and They are. All the, right. So, but that's been gradually moved up during the day. That's been a concession primarily to to the police department as to saying it helps them with uh, people on the on the ground on the route and um, how they want to police the parade. The mayor wants the parade over by seven p.m. Um, is that a deal breaker for your crew? I don't know. There's other things that are in the way of that before that discussion really gets gets around to it. We've been able to work inside the 7 p.m., but um, and we could even start a little bit later. Uh, there's ways of condensing the parades, probably for Centaur, and I can only speak for us. I know we could, mm-hmm. but uh, we weren't asked about any of this. We were just presented the proposed uh, agreement, and that's what we've got on the table. We, in turn looked at the proposed agreement and we sent him back what we thought worked better for the city and for the crews now one of the things i noticed that they they want um is uh tow trucks is every three floats is that correct that's one of the one of the uh ask by uh, the mayor's proposal uh, well you're looking at lengthening the parade now well it's not that so much it's where you can get them all but the biggest issue we had was we've already been running tow trucks in the parade there's never been an issue with getting any floats off the route. We just, we have set up the way to do that. I mean, if they want more tow trucks, it seems like you could go, okay, we're going to position them every so much distance along the route. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we include happens, them into the parade yeah, and actually pull with them with it. Yeah, they right. roll with us. And mm-hmm. we've got tire trucks for flats and that comes along. We've been doing this process for years now, probably about a couple, well, for decades. We finally figured it out. Uh, none of us, we're all amazed at why more tow trucks seem to be requested. And that, Tom, you mentioned where you're going to get them all because these aren't regular tow trucks. These folks have to be able to tow a float. So they're, these are the big tow trucks. We don't have that many in our community, do we? I, I don't know. It, it, we have enough to do both parades at times. Uh, they love coming out for the advertising. We don't usually have any issues with getting more than enough. We mm-hmm. don't have that many breakdowns. Uh, Over the years, we've had very few breakdowns. You're talking about 30 years plus for both crews. Now, one of the points of contention for Centaur was moving the date with uh, because it was in conflict with the African-American parade that that doesn't affect y'all per well, se but it will in did i see on your uh, proposal here 2027 or 2027 something? actually gets shorter. We end up with uh, having uh, 5 weeks uh, to do the Mardi Gras season, uh, one week shorter than it is this year. Um, it's not just the parades that it affects. It affects all the other functions. There's 16 other crews in this area that we all are inter- intertwined with going to the balls and other parades. So there's a lot of activities that w- the inter- these crews have worked out the time frame. And when you start just changing parades and stacking them wherever you want to, it interferes with a lot of different things. There are Mardi Gras parades all over this state, and the crews have sent me lists of all the night parades around the state. 
there are most cities they're they're parading at night there's 44 night parades in the state of louisiana mm-hmm. and this is in 14 municipalities shreveport's the only one that doesn't have a night parade beside alexandria and you think we could do it we could find a way to do it at night we did it for over a decade mm-hmm. it wasn't an issue then is that is it accurate to say that's why Bozier got out though because they didn't want it at night and they wanted an earlier time and and it was not Bozier got tired of doing the parades what it amounted to okay that's it in a nutshell all right and you could you could go ask uh, Low Walker mm-hmm. and um, the police captain at the time was Halpin right and you mm-hmm. could get a probably a better answer also right now. It stays light until what eight eight thirty at need mm-hmm. in February. What time does it get dark though? It could still be dark. I mean, doesn't it get dark at some point at five o'clock? So w- won't some of the parades still be rolling after dark in February? If you roll up to seven o'clock, part of it will be. Usually, the floats at the tail end of the um, the Gemini parade will roll in uh, lighted up down parts of Shreveport, Barksdale, and all the way down through East Kings. Mm -hmm. But uh, everybody kind of... I mean, I know that's not ideal, but... No, but there's different ways of shortening a parade up. Uh, We have options that we could have helped adjust with the city for these times that are shorthanded on the the security issues, Um, but weren't asked again. Give us some ideas. Well, you, can, you the easiest thing to do is to pull out all the specialty units and just and, and, and rather than uh, lengthen the parade with specialty units, which is what we like to do because it lets in a lot of different dance groups, mm-hmm. bands, like marching bands, things yeah, like all, that. All sure. what we call specialty sure. units, the non Mardi Gras crew floats. Um, you just pull them out and say, we're sorry this year. It's something the city's asking us not to do, and it's going to help and shorten the parade route. Those are easy. Those are easy fixes, and you can almost probably, if you do it right, maybe a third of the parade pull out and shorten up immensely. Mm-hmm. So you could start this thing at three thirty, even four o'clock, and probably still finish by seven. And then you wouldn't even have the uh, parade stacked in Centaur's uh, time frame. You wouldn't have them stacked up on top of the Black History Month parade, which is happening, I think, at eleven in the morning. Can you stay with us? I want to sure. hone in on security and what the answer is with regard to that. And we want to talk about some of the other sticking points in the contract. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tom Weiss, crew of Gemini with Mike and McCarty. One- Back with more of Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. We're in studio with uh, Captain of Gemini, Tom Weiss, crew of Gemini. Uh, Tom, one of the things in the agreement from the city was uh, shortening the distance between the floats, trying to, you know, make sure the parades end by 7 p.m. But you're saying this distance is way too close and this is dangerous. Yes, it is. It uh, our, our estimated best match is about 200 feet. That's the best guide. That doesn't um, it doesn't let you run into the other float. When these floats stop, you typically don't stop them in a hurry. You don't slam on the brakes. You gradually bring them to a halt. If you don't, you're going to end up sending all the riders. Uh, they're going to go flying on the float. You're well, gonna, sure. They're going to get hurt. The mayor's proposal calls for 50 feet between floats. 
we don't know where that came from. We really don't. And and then he wants to uh, put that as a uh, proposal on how to uh, fine us if we don't follow through with that. And so somebody's going to go out and measure? Well, we don't know how they're going to measure. Maybe they get the Mardi Gras police out and go do it. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that's a joke. Right. It, it is, we just don't know how some of this stuff is going to be done. The mayor has repeatedly said, this is, I don't, I, I'm, it's, I'm not against Mardi Gras. This is about security and our low man, our shortage of manpower. And we need 60 more officers to secure these parades and he's kind of put the onus on the crews to find the security but you told me something yesterday not just find security these have to be commissioned officers no they have to be post certified and that's okay. in his, it's in his documents that that's what they need to be so you can't just go hire a security firm or park rangers as the lieutenant governor said well they, if they're post certified you can you could okay that's going to be a little bit of a different animal right it seems like it is. This is something that kicked in in 2022. Mm-hmm. So this is not anything new to the law enforcement side. But is this something Mardi Gras crews have ever gotten involved in going and finding security for yourself? We haven't. The crew of Centaur and the crew of Gemini's have not uh, done that. Our agreement with the city was they would provide it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, being post-certified means it's the uh, police officer standards and training. And they have to be post-certified uh, full-time officers mm-hmm. to make arrests, to enforce the laws that are on the books. So uh, that wouldn't be like just, a security company. Right. That, that you hire to man the barricades or whatever. Like uh, a security guard may, may have the authorization to carry a weapon, but he may not be post-certified. Mm-hmm. Is there another sticking point with regard to the performance bond the mayor has asked you guys to have? He's asked us originally to start out at $50,000. Uh, we've never been asked to do that before over the 30-some-odd years of both crews. And then uh, he reduced it to 10000 the other day. But these are fines that basically is what he's asking for. Um, any of the fines that we've seen in other municipalities are handled by ordinances. So you would think that maybe the mayor would go to the city council and ask them to develop, you know, to vote on these ordinances that he's going to present to them. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a better way. Right now, there isn't, they're subjective. They're poorly defined or not defined well at all. And um, the mayor is the only appeal. There is no other appeal process. You also concerned that this is only a one-year agreement, correct? It is very concerning. It's a one-year agreement. Uh, Speaking on Gemini's behalf, we do things on multi-year efforts. We have multi-year contracts that we have signed, and they're very enforceable. Uh, We try to stay at least two to three years ahead of everything uh, by having one year term a year agreement it just seems that uh, we're always going to be going through the same thing we're going through this year and we're concerned that we don't want to keep doing that year after year it also has a this this concerns me too 90 day termination clause so the, the they could between now and then they could change their mind and no parades is that what i'm reading that's what that's what is in the mayor's proposal and it had been in the other one i'll I'll, I'll give credit to that but it was a 10-year contract that we worked out with uh mayor glover and all the rest of the mayors and then mayor perkins actually extended the same basically the same contract for two years 
This year, we're trying to get a new contract uh, proposal with the mayor for the city. And we didn't, um, how to say it, um, want a, a short term because of all of our different uh, contracts that we set up long term. Um, we'd like at least, uh, you know, a couple of years. Maybe we could see four years as a mayor's term, but we'd ask for nine. We got ten before with, mm-hmm. with, with you know, Mayor Glover. So, so mm-hmm. there are you guys have you guys have sticking points per se uh, with the existing agreement that was presented. So, what's next? What is what is the next step in this process? Um, you know. As of today, I know someone is in the process of trying to contact the mayor's office to see if we can't sit. From your crew? Well, from both crews. Okay. uh, To come back and sit down and see if we can't start this process over uh, more of on a a different set of terms where we can come together and work together on this. Uh, We were really left out of the whole process. Uh, We asked for six months. Uh, can we get involved? What are we going to do? When are we going to do it? And we heard nothing till August the 3rd. And then we were told, this is the way it is. Take it or leave it. And in the process, they still come back and made some changes. They, they, over, uh, they missed the family uh, area, had mm-hmm. excluded it. And they said, oops, we've got to back up. Better take that in. Now the performance bond is down to 10 from 50. We still don't understand why there's a $10,000 performance bond. He, there, I'm sure there's a reason, but it, whatever reason it is, after all we put into this parade, you know, our combined budget is between the two crews is well over a million dollars. Mm. And you're asking us to put up a performance bond? Yeah. So, which, which are issues that could be meted out if there were a meeting? Just working together is the end result. It'll work all. It'll work for everybody. But we've got to come together and mm-hmm. talk. Um, we had hoped that when we sent the contract over, we would get a come see me height. We, we saw you contract. You got mm-hmm. some ideas. We had some other ideas that actually helped with the safety of it. You know, we said, let's add some relief drivers into the, into the mix. Whereas if the primary driver of the float uh, vehicle has to get out, he can actually have someone else come over. Now, in uh, the alcohol breathalyzer test, we want to do that at the end of the parade and the beginning, both places, because right now they do it about halfway through. And by doing it at both places and anywhere in between, we don't have to worry about even when we go back to Festival Plaza and the Centaur goes back to their den that someone has been sipping um, down Shreveport, Barksdale and the Duck Pond. Um, then we made another change in there we wanted to go to cell phones and have the text capability for any type of changes mm-hmm. well lot lots to still decide about this tom y'all y'all keep us informed we hope and come back if there's any new developments will do thank you tom tom weiss crew of gemini mike and mccarty back with more of mike and mccarty on 1017 fm and 710 keel I, I was a little surprised. 
I thought I thought we had agreements. Mm-hmm. I thought we had. I thought we were good to go. Nope. Nope. We're still a ways off. We still got the uh, lieutenant governor coming in to meet with the mayor on Friday. It's this week, so mm-hmm. yes, and hopefully going to bring some solutions for uh, security. We'll and when see. we talked to Billy, he was he was optimistic. Mm-hmm. Things, and in fact, Tom came in uh, late last week, and and he and I talked, and I, and I said, "Look, it's off the record, but he 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 feels it's going to be worked out." I think it is. I think they're going to come to terms. They'll reach an agreement. You know, I I think I think the deal breaker for him is let's wrap it up by seven. Let's get these folks home because some of them have been drinking all day and we really need to get them home and get them off the streets. Um, and, and that, I, I kind of agree with that in terms of, you know, things that ever happened in the, in the years I rode in the parades, the times that the, thing, the worst things happened was late, later in the day when people been drinking all day. And, and you know, the crews have said too, maybe not, let people set up on the streets as early as you do. 7 a.m. may be too long. They're drinking. They're starting to drink at 7 a.m. Yeah. And maybe we don't let them camp out on the streets until, you know, 10 or, or whatever, noon. I don't know. And then that changes. Things. But people want to get out and set up their grills. They want their kids out playing. And, um, well, you it's, know. it's a whole day. It's a it's like a, a whole tailgating day. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to reach a happy medium. Because the the dangerous things happen when it gets dark and people are drunk. And we all know that. So, I don't know. <laughs> mm. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll stay on top of it. Mike yep. McCarty, 101.7. Let's get back to the show with Mike and McCarty on 101.7 FM and 710 Kiel. Got a message on the... Shreveport Security Systems message board. I don't know if this is being sarcastic. Uh, talking about police officers being post-certified. Mm-hmm. And any municipality, their officers have to be post-certified. Uh, full-time officers. And it, it, the message said, fire marshals are post-certified these days. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's if they're joking because mm-hmm. fire departments are you know yeah uh, we had uh, when we talked to Clarence Reese the chief he said his officers get fired upon absolutely they're wearing vests I now. mean his his firefighters mm-hmm. got another message seems to me that the mayor of Shreveport does not want to be a two term mayor he's making enemies of some big hitters in the Mardi Gras crews not really sure what he's thinking interesting hmm. And, well, there are those that say he just doesn't like Mardi Gras. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's it. I think he wants to work this out. I, I think really he think. does too. That's what he. Yeah, yeah he said he mm-hmm. he wants to work it out. He told me that's not true. Yeah. Uh, and again, we we had a conversation that was off the record, but he said he's he's confident that this is going to get worked out. Mm-hmm. Hope so. So, got a lot of uh, people talking about the noise ordinance for downtown at keelnews.com. You can see what happened over the weekend. It was a mess. And see, and this plays into what we were just talking about, security at Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. This exact situation uh, is one, you know, one of the concerns of the police department. You know, you got yahoos that want to cause trouble. Right, exactly. And that's a big problem. You have, you know, the majority of people want to come out and have a good time, but then you have people that are causing trouble and they're they're fighting and they're getting drunk and they're causing disturbances they're out in the traffic um 
police have to be called in. I'm told they used pepper spray this weekend to disperse the crowd down on Texas Street. Um, it's a big mess. And, you know, the noise ordinance is now up for discussion. Could be voted on tomorrow, Mike. It's a big change. Shreveport City Council has their work session today at 3. Uh, and if you would like to address the council on this, you can today. And you said it's on the agenda for the council meeting tomorrow as mm-hmm. well. Could vote. It's a second reading tomorrow. They could vote on it tomorrow. Um, there's been some discussion about do you grandfather in clubs that are already in business? Um, there are people that go, you can't, because no, those are the ones that are the, the problems. That's the whole point. That's, right. the, that's the whole point of contention of mm-hmm. what we're, why we're talking about this now. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you have to get this under control because otherwise you're killing your downtown. You're absolutely killing your downtown. I, and I, I hope our leaders see that. But, you know, uh, unfortunately, there are people and, and people on our message board that have said, I won't bring my children to the state fair anymore because it's just gotten out of hand. Yeah. And and, and that's the way that's going to happen in downtown. And, mm-hmm. and that's very sad. Right. Very sad. And we've got to get a handle on it. And you, I mean, you don't want police having to go downtown and pepper spray crowds. One business owner said you can see the pepper spray all over his building now. Because the crowds were dispersing toward his business and they had to pepper spray him there. Yeah, but that's a, that's an easy fix. Sure, absolutely. You know, it, they, they're doing what has to be done to, uh, to try to gain control. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to blame the police. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. They have to do what they've got to do, you know. And to get the crowd to leave, the crowd was out there at 2 a.m. Sunday morning, still with the loud music and still, you know, acting crazy. Micah McCarty, 1017. Now more breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. In your 150 years of experience, mm-hmm. do you trust polls no 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 and and of the last 15 16 years they're getting worse and worse i mean i i like to see polls that go in in what i believe you know what i mean sure yeah but i I still don't trust it i don't put any i don't put any stock in in any poll but i want you to hear this one this is an abc news washington post poll okay which is which is the conservative Right? No. No. It has former President Trump with a near double-digit lead over President Biden, 51 to 42%. And Aaron, even they tried to dismiss their own poll Mm -hmm. in the article? They say... Well, there's other polls that say something different. Inflation's (laughs) having a major impact on Biden. This has Trump beating him by nine points, almost double digit, almost 10 percentage point lead. And it's Washington Post, ABC News. It's sending the left into a spiral. Oh, they're they're in a tizzy. They know they're going to have to find someone else. Biden cannot be the candidate. He cannot be their candidate. He's not going to win. They certainly can't put forth uh, I almost said ocasio cortez which would be true also mm-hmm. but uh, uh the, the the giggling babbling idiot that's our vice president no but that's what they're gonna try 
that's what they're going to try. And, you know, I don't know how the numbers would shape up with her versus Trump. But I'm telling you, the Republicans are going to have a commanding lead over Biden if you believe these polls. And this, again, is a Washington Post ABC News poll. Uh, if you're, <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a Democrat, you have to worry about this. But you could also be like a lot of us are when we see polls from the other perspective. I don't trust polls. I don't believe them. I don't believe. Well, it. and of course, that's what they're going to say. Of course. You know, when they're when they don't suit you, you hate polls. A, 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 exactly. That's the way it works. But I, if I were in their inner circle, I would be real worried to see this, because even with a margin of error, you're still taking a butt spanking. Your sitting president is taking a butt spanking and by someone who's under what four indictments who's got high high negatives too uh, and and if you and if it depends on who you listen to whether yep. or not these indictments are legitimate or not mm-hmm. there are those and and people like Sean Hannity and Dan Bongino which you can hear on our station say it's complete bs it's mm-hmm. simply the the left politicizing and the 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 doj and the and our justice system for their own political gain i'm gonna let that all settle in the courts and we'll see how it shakes out but i'm telling you there are high negatives with trump because of all that and because of other things but now you're realizing there's way higher negatives with biden oh just look around how can anybody support that after the three and a half years that we've had, mm-hmm. how can you support that? Or two, two, two and a half years. And it, and is Bidenflation not his fault? Would it, would this be happening if there were another president in there? I I would doubt it. I would I would doubt it. I I think some of his policies have caused what we're dealing with now, and it's hurting the poorest among us. It's hurting everybody. Mm-hmm, it's absolutely. It's hurting everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's some interesting news in the Louisiana governor's race. We're going to talk to Jeffrey Sato tomorrow morning, uh, find out what uh, what his perspective is. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 